What is sports to us? I think for many of us, it can be a quote-unquote escape from the real world. Some use it to showcase the skills God has given us. And even for some of us, it can be a call to action for social justice and political views that maybe we don't agree on. But I think the most important thing about sports is that they can be divisive and they can be unifying. So in today's podcast, that's what we're really going to be talking about is how God views us as athletes, how he views the sports that we play and the culture that surrounds them, because this is really important to understand, especially as I start this podcast, how how does he view Christian athletes? What is the meaning of what we do? How are we doing today, ladies and gentlemen? I'm your host, Ken Burke, and welcome to another episode of the Competing for Christ podcast. First and foremost, I just wanted to say thank you so much for everybody that listened to the last podcast. I, I'm i really grateful for this opportunity and just to share God's word with as many people that will listen. I just really hope that God continues to work in my life and everybody that listens to this. Uh, I've gotten so much positive feedback and I really do think that God is going to use this and show athletes and people everywhere that he is our savior and that he loves you no matter what you do. But speaking of last week's episode, I found an article from Sports Illustrated a couple of days ago about the Colts quarterback Carson Wentz, who was recently traded from the Philadelphia Eagles and What's really interesting is in the article, he talks a lot about his faith and how his identity is not wrapped around being an NFL quarterback. Uh, In the article, he says, being a quarterback, being a football player is not truly my identity. It's not what I put everything in my value into. It's harder to do that when you're younger, trying to make a name for yourself. But as a man of faith, this is my job, my occupation, something I love to do. It's not my identity. It's not my whole value. It's not my whole life. I just thought this was really cool because just like Wentz was saying, he was spot on when saying this, we aren't defined by what we do. We aren't defined by being an athlete or by the successes we have. We're simply defined by our faith. And I think he understands that pretty well. I really would love to see him succeed. If you're a football fan, you know he's been struggling with injuries and he just got traded, um, but I hope he does well with his new team, and I just really support him as a Christian athlete. But as I said before, today's episode is really going to be about something that I don't really think is talked about enough, um, especially from a Christian athlete standpoint. How how does God view sports? How does he view the culture and us as athletes? How does he view us? For a lot of people, I think it's safe to say whether you're a Christian athlete or not, Sports are a source of entertainment, and even for some, it can be a source of revenue from you know either playing, coaching, even you know betting. So, how does God view those things? The culture that surrounds sports is it can be shaky sometimes. Um, not gonna lie, it's something that when our teams are winning, it's great. We love we love the unification of our teams and our culture, but. What about when our teams aren't winning? What about when we don't agree with everything that's going on in the sports culture? 
that's that's when it can be tricky. That's when it can be shaky. When I was in middle school, I remember watching a Monday night baseball game that really felt like anything but a baseball game. It was between the Phillies and Mets, and it reportedly just been said that Osama bin Laden had been killed. And for a lot of us, that felt like a day of unification, and that baseball game really, I think, unified us as a country. And in the stands, no matter what color you had on, it you were an American that day. You weren't a Phillies fan. You weren't a Mets fan. You were an American. Fast forward five years into the future, and people were absolutely losing their minds at one player taking a knee in a football game and saying it was tearing this country apart. In that one instance, it felt like that that country that had united five years earlier had just been torn apart by one man's simple action. I think we see a lot of that in sports today, even with political views, like basketball players being told just to shut up and dribble, uh, and anything else that seems to divide our country. I'm not going to advocate for which side I stand on that, Um, but I do want to argue where God stands, and I think it's important for athletes and just whoever listens to this to understand the culture and how he views the sports that we love to watch, we love to play, and we love to be a part of. So about five to six years ago, two NFL quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, got into an argument about where God stands on sports. What are his thoughts? And to be honest, I didn't know they're religious. I, I still don't know their religious views and beliefs. It was interesting what they talked about. Rogers advocated that God doesn't as much care about the sports that we play as much as the athletes, whereas Wilson argued that, yes, even though he does care about the athletes, he also cares about the games that we play. But I think this argument can go on literally forever because so many people have so many different takes and opinions our impressions of sport changes every day. It rises and falls because on one day we see a video of an amazing basketball performance from Kawhi Leonard. But the next day we see a video of two guys fighting in the stands over a call that a referee got wrong. For America, there's essentially been two things that our country has been built on. Religion and sports. Saying things like, America's pastime in reference to baseball and saying other things like good American Christian values in reference to what our country has been built on in a religious aspect. But I think that can be a really dangerous, dangerous game to play because when you put both of those topics in the same category, it can be really, really divisive. Sports can be put on a pedestal and God can be thrown into debates of which team should win because he's on that team's side. But that is not as biblical as it sounds at all. My hope is that through this episode, I can be clear in saying that God, he does care about the sports that we play. He especially cares about the athletes that play them. And he also cares about the sports culture, each in their own respective ways.
a couple of semesters ago, I took a sociology of sport class, and even though I didn't agree with everything about sports from a sociological standpoint, it did really open my eyes to a lot of stuff that I, as a sports fan, didn't haven't had seen before I took the class. For example, domestic abuse policies in the NFL, if a player is accused of domestic violence, they only get a four-game suspension. But if that same offense occurred to a man that doesn't play football, that'd be jail time. Or what about concussions in all levels of sport, especially women's soccer? It's a huge issue because, as we've seen in the NFL and other other sports, concussions have ramifications. They can do damage on your brain. And in the past, coaches have neglected these injuries just because they want the best best athletes on the field at all times to win the game. But on the other hand, I learned from this class that there's a lot of good things that can come out of sports. Like how sports can be a way of showing the gifts that God, God has given us and possessed us with. And through this class, though, I think what really kept running through my mind and this question of what's, what does God think about sports? Even though there's good and there's bad, it can be hard to understand God's view on athletics. Even though we'll never know what God, you know, thinks about anything except for what he specifically tells us in the Bible, I I want to analyze what he talks about in his word about sports or about anything that in reference to that. So many verses today are taken so much out of context and it can be really scary at times. I think as a Christian athlete, we all had Philippians 4.13 plastered on an Instagram bio. We saw Tim Tebow wear John 3.16 on his eye black and it spoke to 90 million people. And that's great. That's great. Don't get me wrong. But can we recite word for word John 3? For many of us, the answer is no. But don't get me wrong, these verses are a great, great message, and it spoke to a lot of people through these actions. But I do want to say that we need to be cautious when doing this because we don't want to use these verses for for our benefit, to glorify ourselves through verses that God meant to be glorifying Jesus with. 1 Corinthians 9 actually has a great passage in there that talks about a lot about what we're going to be talking about today. Paul writes, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. No, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. I think it's safe to say that God wants us to use the abilities that he's given us. He wants us to compete in the sports that we love to play in. But just like Paul was saying here, we have to understand that the race we run is so much bigger than anything this world can put in front of us. He uses this analogy of sport because it appealed to the people back then, and it still appeals to the readers now. And it makes a point that our mission in the world is 
so much more universal and so much more infinite than any race we can run, any competition we can be a part of, and any accolades that we can achieve. He says that just like the sports we play, we need to give everything in running towards a life that is fulfilling to God. To win a crown that's so much more amazing than any crown or medal or ring that we could win on this earth. In my opinion, God, he does care about sports because he put them on this earth for us to enjoy and to be a part of and to show our gifts that he gave us. But Satan will try to corrupt sports just like everything else in this world. We see it every single day with just bad actions in sports and dirty plays and stuff like that. He'll try to convince us that once we're at a certain point, that's when we'll be satisfied. But we learned about that in the last episode that nothing we do on this earth, especially sports, will leave us fulfilled like God's word and God's love will. We can't make sports bigger than they are because that's simply what they are. They're sports. They're not meant to be an idol in our lives. And we can't let the devil convince us that sports are so much bigger than they actually are. That's what I think God thinks about sports. He wants us to enjoy them. He wants us to be a part of them. But the idolatry of sport that is so prevalent in American society today is really concerning and it's something we, we don't need to be a part of he wants us to use our abilities but we have to remember that he's the one that gave us them this brings me to the next point i want to make about how god views athletes and christian athletes in the world let me start off by saying this he loves every single one of us he created everyone in his own image and he loves you more than we could ever ever know whether you're an athlete or not. But really, what does God think about the weird guys that kick a ball around for 90 minutes? I'm kidding. I just had to, <laughs> I had to take the jab at soccer. God loves soccer players too. Brian Smith, author and worker for Athletes in Action at the University of Wisconsin, wrote a book called The Assist. I read it. It's really great, great read for Christian athletes. Uh, he just talks about important topics that we as athletes will face like winning and losing injuries and even our mission as Christian athletes. What really stuck out to me though was this quote. He says, I'm concerned that we believe God is more glorified through the player who hit the game winning three pointer than the defender who gave it everything he had and failed to prevent that shot from going in. I think this is hard for a lot of people to grasp. Does God get glorified when we succeed? He should, yes, of course. But that doesn't mean that when we fail, we don't show his glory. That doesn't mean that God loves us less because we fail to score the last second shot. He's going to love you no matter if you succeed, no matter if you fail, whether you get mad during a game or cheer for your team. I do believe that God wants us to succeed and win. But at the same time, that shouldn't be everything we crave. Just because we lose doesn't mean that God is disappointed in us because that's so wrong. It's just not, it's not right. God views athletes like everyone else in this world as his daughters and his sons that he's called by name. 
He knows every hair on each of our heads, and he will not stop pursuing you no matter what. He wants athletes to use the gifts he's given us, but he also wants us to not use sports as an idol. Does he actually care about who wins and who loses? Maybe, maybe not. But I do know for a fact that he cares about the athletes that play them 100% more than we can ever imagine. Sports are a billion-dollar business, if not trillion-dollar. They have so much weight in them that people will go to so many lengths to support their teams, like get tattoos, paint their faces and bodies different letters and colors just to get on TV. And some people will even make million-dollar bets to support their favorite teams. Sport culture has been so uniting at times, like we talked about before, but it's also been so dividing. So how does God view that culture? How does he view the teams that we love and the culture that surrounds the games that we love? I think this is the biggest topic we're going to talk about today because it can have so many gray areas. Even though God made everything in this world, including sports, I think that sport culture has many areas that the devil has just had a field day in. Religion and sports can be really intertwined. Like when a soccer team from one country of Jews plays another country of Catholics, which team is God's side? You know what I mean? Or when churches cancel services on Super Bowl Sunday because they know the attendance is going to be low. In my opinion, though, we can't let this happen. We can't let our Christianity and walk with Christ have the same weight on our lives as sports do. But that's a way Satan can and will try to intervene and make our relationships with God seem equal to the World Series or the Masters. Now, I'm not saying you have to go to church to worship God and that you have to miss the Super Bowl to be godly. I'm not saying that. But I do want to make it clear that our priorities must be Christ-centered and not world-centered. The world's going to say that that explicit word that comes out of your mouth when you play or watch the game, that's okay because you're just showing emotion. But really, we have to be held to a higher standard because as we play the games we love and watch the games as entertainment on TV or in live action, just like everything else in this world, we can't let them become our idols. Now, this is a hard thing to grasp because as athletes and fans and even people that want to work in sports, sports are all around us. On social media, whether we have a conversation with a random person on the street, chances are they're going to know what sports are and they're going to want to talk about it. I know for me, it's easy to fall into this trap of it being an idol because it's a hobby of mine. It's the career path I want to take. And I am an avid Florida Gators football fan. I spent hours and hours training for baseball, golfing as a hobby, and watching the Jacksonville Jaguars lose year after year. And I can find myself getting angry at all of those things, but I have to realize at times that sports aren't my God. They're not the center of my life. They shouldn't be the center of anyone's lives. 
my God, our God, is a God that in First John says loves me, is one that we can rely on and is living inside of us as believers of Christ. Sports culture has a lot of gray areas that really I could spend multiple episodes talking about, and maybe even in the future I'll have guests on talking about it. For now, I hope that everyone understands that we can't let the idol of sports overtake that relationship with God we need. God does care about the sports that we play and us as athletes, but we can't let that have a bigger meaning than it really should. No matter what's going on in the sports that we play and sports culture around us, and even in the world that we live in, we must rely on God through it all. For us athletes, let me be clear in saying this, no matter what you do on the field, no matter if you win, you lose, you succeed or fail, God's going to love you the same. He has more love and he has more mercy than we can ever grasp on this earth. I pray that each athlete and really anyone that hears this gives everything to him and don't make the sports that we play and the sports that we watch a God that isn't as sufficient as our God. To any sports fans that listen to this, I hope that we don't let ourselves become accustomed to just sports culture that is telling us continuously that our sports gambling problem is okay, that our addiction with our teams is is fine, because that's not biblical. That's not what our idols and God should be. I love sports, and I'll be the first to tell you that it's hard not to make them an idol because they're all around us. But as sports fans, we have to remember that God put sports on this world, and he wants us to participate in them in such a way that glorifies him and shows our Christ-like manner through our actions. No matter if you agree or disagree with what's going on in sports culture, I just encourage everyone that listens to this to always remember that anything that can happen in this world is not forever. It's not infinite like our God is, like what we are promised after this life. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the CFC Podcast. It's been a real blessing to just share God's word with everyone that listens to this, even if you're an athlete or not. Again, I want to close the same way as last week by just saying that no matter if you got something out of this or not, God loves you and he's going to fight for you no matter what. See y'all next time.